This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody. This is the Cricket Badger podcast. Each badger marks the track with its own scent. His black legs are short but very powerful for digging. The name badger probably comes from the French word bécher, meaning digger. Moving away from England and... and Please, can England. we? Yeah. yeah, of course. I just wish we won the Asher series. That still hurts, James. I must, I must admit, I must admit. You deserve to, did you? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we can go over that again if you want to, but, you know. No, I don't, I don't, I'd rather not. Um, but uh, considering we blew, we blew 2 nil, so we couldn't win bloody one game out of three test matches. But, no, we won't go into that. Um, any, any chance we can we can play you this, this year again? Instead of us playing bloody Zimbabwe and Pakistan. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love that test series, boy. Um, I don't, I, I, I'm glad Zimbabwe are getting some game a game against you because when was the last time Zimbabwe played a test match? I mean, kind of going back to the uh, Associate Nations and uh, and giving them um, more matches. Then mm-hmm. you know, you've given um, ICC, you've given Ireland, Afghanistan, Zimbabwe have still got test status. Um, I should give them some series. I mean, what's the point in having test status and playing once every year or something? It's just I- pathetic. Uh, oh well, if if oh, like I said, if you're going to give them test status, why not actually have them play in test series? And I made this argument, you know, before Ashes, if if teams are playing England, like travelling to England to play a test series, why can't they play Ireland? If teams are going to India, like in, in England, will be going to India, why can't they play Afghanistan? Um, South Africa plays Zimbabwe, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Or India is going to South Africa this year, so why can't yeah. they play a test against um, Zimbabwe? I'll never get that. Um, think, what think was your well, Lucas? On the, just to kind of just very quickly on that point, the, and it should be more than just one test match as well, because you, you'll get an opener who is nervous taking on Australia. You've got Mitchell Stark running in from one end, Josh Hazelwood running in from the other. Um, you might get a Jaffa in your first innings maybe not even get a chance to bat again in the match. And uh, all of a sudden, your only test appearance against Australia is 
out for five or something. Whereas at least if you've got a series, you've got the chance to actually learn a little bit from the first test failure and come back a bit stronger in the second test. And the beauty of a test series is the narrative, isn't it? You get, I mean, obviously the Ashes is five matches, but uh, England against India is going to be five. But even a three-match series, you can fail in the first one, come back stronger in the second, and you'll get those little battles between a bowler and a batter. And the bowler's on top at the start of it, the batter fights back, and you know, you've got those little plays within a play as the test series continues. A one-off test match, you, you run the risk of um, that nation who is the smaller nation getting battered in a one-off test and learning nothing from it. Yeah. You know, I made I made a call that, that Netherlands should give an ICC test status, but hypothetically no because they're not going to get they're not going to get test test playing time yeah. or they're only going to play what two one test every two years you know so you know I, I just don't understand why you'd make teams give them a test license and not play them but anyway um another conversation for another day um who is we should, we should finish off lucas by going through the australian team because we've kind of mentioned them at the start um and it's well, only would, fair to actually yeah, kind of go through no, absolutely. I was I was going to say to you, who was your most disappointing team out, outside of England? Who was your most disappointing team in the World Cup well, outside of I, England? I saw, I don't know if you've seen the ICC cycle of parity or whatever it was called, um, where basically they had a big circle with all the 10 teams in it going around. Um, and it was uh, Australia beat India, India beat somebody, India, and everybody beaten somebody as they'd gone through. So that, that was a good thing about this Cricket World Cup is nobody went home with a, a blank. And they all had their day where they could celebrate. Afghanistan were brilliant, weren't they? Um, getting four yeah. wins, I think it was, and uh, and threatening the semi-finals for quite a long time. Um, New Zealand always find a way to get towards the latter stages. Um, but if, if you're looking down towards the bottom end, I mean, obviously the most disappointing team was England. Um, yeah, Netherlands were down there with them, but I don't think you can say the Netherlands had a disappointing tournament. Um, I was probably well, disappointed disappointed with Pakistan because um, Pakistan Pakistan did what Pakistan always do. They flatter to deceive, and just as you start to not believe in them, they they surprise you and beat somebody. And just as you start to think they're going to do something, they pull out a terrible performance. There's just not that consistency with Pakistan that their talent. You know, they've got Babar Azam, they've got Shane Sherafridi, there's Rizzi, you got, you know, some some brilliant players in that Pakistan team who are underperforming. We talk about Netherlands playing greater than the sum of their parts. Pakistan play less than the sum of their parts at times. So I think they, they'll go back home a little bit bruised and battered. And obviously Babar Azam has given up the captaincy now. So um, it remains to be seen how they they seem to lurch from one thing to another, though. That's the trouble. If you're going to appoint a captain, actually let him have a... Uh, you know the full cycle um, going through in the ODIs. Um, Shaheen's been appointed as the T20 captain, and Shan Masood's Test captain. I didn't see he was going to get the ODI captaincy, but give them well, um, give them the full four years. Let them be captain for the full four years and well, we'll, make it their team. We'll see Pakistan in Australia during David Warner's farewell tour. Um, my my disappointing team was Bangladesh. They've they've been around for a long time now. Now I know once upon a time we would say, "Oh, they're new." You know, I, I, we're past that now. When you've got teams like Afghanistan, Netherlands, beating high, you know, mega teams like England, you know, I, I, I think it's about time Bangladesh got their finger out. You know what? And started winning against these bigger teams. I think what they need to do is get rid of their captain, Shakib Hassan. I think he's the most uninspiring captain I've ever seen. He, he picks and chooses his series. 
doesn't look interested at times. Don't get me started with the run-out debacle with Angelo Matthews. I think it's time that they, – and they've got good players. They have got good players, Bangladesh. They've always had good players. It's in the rules, so, in the rules Lucas. Yeah. You can run, you, you can time somebody out. Angelo Matthews, oh, Matthews should have talked to the umpire. I think it, I, when I first saw it, because I, I, I messaged I messaged in the group chat about it, I was very angry by it. And then I saw the replay of it and I was calm again. Then I heard Angelo Matthews explain that his helmet malfunctioned. Well, that's not his fault. Yeah, but he and didn't I, tell the umpires. Yeah, that, he, was he should have told. Faffing, yeah. Angelo Matthews was faffing around, basically on the face of it looking like he was wasting time. If he'd if he'd actually gone up to the umpire and said, "Look, my my strap on my helmet's broken. Can you just give us a second? He would have been all right. He didn't. I, I again, you know, if if you want to be timed out, then fine. But the arrogancy of of Shakib Harasan appealing for it, smiling, actually celebrating it, I thought that was so disrespectful. In my I'm opinion, not a big fan I, of Shakib. I've, I've said yeah. it, I've said a few times some of these yeah. some of his petulant outbursts and kind of kicking stumps yeah. down. And and, and, he's got and, a he's got a history of it. You know, I think in the 2020 game where he picked up the stumps and threw it near an umpire. Hmm. Uh, only got I think he only got three games for that. That's pathetic within itself. Picks and chooses his series. I don't think that's what a captain should be, and I think Bangladesh should retire him. But they've been in this game a long time now, a long, long time, where they should be performing. Uh, sorry, should be performing like Afghanistan and Netherlands are. Have had shorter form, should have been in the game shorter than them. So they were the most disappointing um, team for me. Outside of Australia, uh, who was your most surprising team? Um, Afghanistan, I think. Um, yeah, we all know they've got. Rashid Khan, but I don't think a lot of their success was down to Rashid Khan. I thought Gurbaz at yep. the top of their order was brilliant. They all um, turned up, and um, Aspatula, Hashmatullah in that middle in the middle order, seeing them, you know, what potentially were problematic chases at times in their in their run of success, um, they just took it in their stride, got it across the line. And I think um, one Englishman um, who came out of this, or one former England player. Um, who came out of the um, the World Cup with his reputation enhanced was Jonathan Trott as a coach. I think his yeah his yeah. His, um, his work with Afghanistan in in basically just kind of simplifying it. You know, I think there's been times in the past. You know, Afghanistan have always had some good players, but there's been times in the past where they've maybe got overexcited at times and they've maybe chosen the wrong options um, and thrown away good positions in matches. And Jonathan Trott's just basically said to them, just break it down into chunks. Just uh, you know. If you're chasing 250 to win, be 50 for one or something after 10 overs. Be 100 for two after after 20, and um, take it. You know, deal deal with it in kind of bite size um, chunks rather than think of it as 250 and 50. Well, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of runs to get. And he's obviously worked very well with them, and I think he's come away from the the cricket World Cup with his reputation massively enhanced. I would I would completely agree with you. On that, if it wasn't for the fielding, I think their fielding of Afghanistan has let them down in the past. They're definitely against Australia. Uh, incredibly, that's that's the second time in consecutive World Cups where they probably should have beaten Australia um, in the group stages. Um, and you know, with the the Maxwell Howler, um, where he hit it to short fine leg and he dropped an absolute sitter, they they should have won that game, in Afghanistan. Um, so that's why I'm not going to go with them. Um, my surprising thing was Netherlands. I thought they were absolutely fantastic. There was a, a stat, the best fielding teams 
I don't know if you saw it. Um, Australia was one, India was two, and Netherlands was three. I couldn't believe that. Um, now, in the game against Australia, while they did drop a couple of howlers at the end, the fielding in the early parts was absolutely brilliant. They gave nothing away. And, and that was like the whole tournament. You know, their, their, their ground fielding was unreal. Um, and as you said with Afghanistan, Netherlands have, have always had good players. Um, even in, you know, when they first started in World Cups, um, okay, a lot of players from Australia, England, go down and help them. Um, I think it's a shame we never got to so, got to see um, Ryan Ten Dutchess. That's the name you might be familiar with. Ted South African, yeah, Tescarton. Sorry, um, South African player um, who played for Netherlands. Sadly, never got to play Test cricket um, because they weren't given ICC status. Um, so they've always had good, good players. And I thought this World Cup. Um, this was the coming of age of Netherlands. I would like to see them back out for the next tournament. Arian Dutz, but, that's, the, that's the spinner. Yeah. His name just came back into my head then. Nah. I, thought, I thought he bowled really well. And, you know, he's only yeah. young. Um, yeah. They've got a few um, players in that uh, Netherlands side of kind of Indian heritage who I think yeah. enjoyed the World Cup because obviously they were um, going um, back and seeing some of their kind of family history and, and family friends and, fam- and, and family indeed. But... Um, yeah, so the, there was a special World Cup, I think, for Netherlands. This I'd, I'd love to have seen them get another win or two, um, but they came close. And I think, yeah, I think there's, the future's bright for them if they can keep that team together. I mean, um, Rolla van der Merwe, who is uh, cracking on a bit now, he was brilliant. His fielding mm. was absolutely exceptional as yeah. well. And, and, and you're right, but, if, if, you, if you haven't got quite the same talent as, um, as some of your opponents... And obviously, if you put that Netherlands side man for man against the Indian team, Australian team, yeah. England team, um, you know, you'd, you'd pick, um, you, you'd not put any of the Netherlands players probably into the other side. But you can make up for it, can't you? In in desire, you can make up for it in feeling, in fitness, in 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 approach, in in team togetherness. And you know, whenever I saw the stuff from behind the scenes during the Cricket World Cup as well, they they all seem to be mates. They all seem to be getting on together. Yeah and backing each other and, and being there for each other. I think they're a very close-knit group, that Netherlands squad, and that, that's a very good thing. When you compare them to a Bangladesh, I, I just think, you know, Bangladesh should be getting, should be the team getting close to qualification for these second round or semis. You know, like Afghanistan were in it for a while, Netherlands were in it for a little bit, they knocked off England. So I'd like to see that from Bangladesh. Money-wise and structure-wise, are actually a bit better than Netherlands uh, and uh, Afghanistan. So I, I, I don't understand it, but they, they have a captain problem they need to get rid of. Uh, and as for Netherlands, you know they were fantastic. Cannot you know cannot say anything bad about them. I just hope they can back it up in the next tournament. They have to qualify first. Hopefully they do. Um, but if if there was a, a test or license to give, they'd be probably the next in line. Um, but like the trouble, I said, is, the trouble is with the way ICC give out test status, they give it out on what the team was doing about 10 years ago. It takes yeah. them that long to actually yeah. approve somebody for a test status that by the time they get it, a lot of the players who were instrumental in their success in making their case in the first place yeah. have, have moved yeah. on. Um, yeah. so you yeah. know, I mean, the, the Ireland have got a little bit of that really at the moment, and the, a lot of the Irish players who really did um lay down a marker for. Um, you know, higher um, status for for Ireland have kind of retired since they since they've got it, and then now got some youngsters and you know no first class structure really, and 
um, and struggling to find the next generation. It's you know you, you've got to it's got to be a bit more snappy if you see Netherlands thinking you know at the moment the conversation at the ICC should be oh Netherlands did really well we should monitor them over the next two years and give them test data quickly um, rather than kind of give it to them in ten years time when this team is no longer and they've got some you know, yeah they haven't been able to actually really kind of move it on. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. I'm going to suggest we do something here. I, I did a team of the tournament, Lucas. I'm going to read yep. it out to you. And see if you agree with my team yep. of the uh, Cricket World Cup 2023. My two openers for the team of the tournament were Rohit Sharma, and I made him captain. Um, I thought he was absolutely superb in, um, I think, in the T20 Cricket World Cup. He, he turned to one of his teammates after they got eliminated and said, "We need to be more. We need to change. We need to be more positive. We need to um, because the, the criticism of India in the past has always been that they were maybe a bit conservative." Um, and yep. and um, played within themselves a little bit too much. But Rohit Sharma carried that baton out there for India. He basically told his dressing room, right, we're going to be on the front foot. We're going to, um, whereas England have taken a step back in their, or probably two steps back in their 50 over cricket, India have taken three or four steps forward in terms of mimicking Owen Morgan's kind of um, approach to cricket. And Rohit Sharma has been the kind of flag bearer for that gone out there and got India off to really good starts in this Cricket World Cup. And his opening partner for me, and the wicketkeeper as well, um, would be yep. Quinton de Kock, who scored shed loads of runs. Was it three centuries, four centuries in the tournament? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely brilliant. So they, they would be my two openers. My um, Ratchin Ravindra, we've not mentioned him. What a performance from the New Zealander. Um, as the, they, He's kind of... We, I, I watched him against England in the summer actually said on commentary, this this kid's got something about him. He's, you know, the way he plays, he plays so straight and he, he looks so well organised. Um, but, you know, I, I certainly didn't suggest, didn't anticipate he was going to be one of the leading run scorers in the Cricket World Cup only a few weeks later. He, he would be my number three. Virat Kohli has got to be in the team of the tournament. He had an exceptional competition. Daryl Mitchell, a fellow Kiwi, Kiwi um, had a very good tournament as well. Um, so they would be the five batters in my uh, my world alone. Is there anybody that you would um, argue with there or anybody that you would uh, include instead? I know the stats will probably be overwhelming, but I, I compared to, to Cock and Rohit, but it's hard to ignore Travis Head after what he did in the final. Mm. Uh, and, and, and it wasn't like he only had one good game in the final. When he came back against New Zealand, um, when he made that 100 as well, uh, absolutely fantastic. fantastic. Well, he was one of the match in the semi-final yep. as well, wasn't he? Yeah, so it, there's something about Australian players hitting centuries and finals that I really love. Um, this is kind of like a trend. 
Um, uh, as much as I, I, I agree with Rohit and Dukok, I think Dukok should be in as the keeper regardless. I would probably take Rohit out because at the end of the day, he wasn't the one that won the World Cup. Yeah, his stats are better than Travis Head's, but I feel like Travis Head with that 100 against New Zealand, the 100, 130 in the World Cup final and the men of the match series in the semi, uh, Australia and that semi, Australia went a little bit of a, a bother with that. Yeah. And Head, I think, made 60 in that, in that semi final. That was very crucial because it, it looked those like two, the, the those two wickets he yeah. took as well were crucial yeah. too. Exactly. So I, I would have Head in front of Rohit. Um, De Kock, I agree. Uh, Mitchell and um, Ravi, Rahandra, I think, completely agree. You know, so I, I can't fault that at all, but I would have headed instead of Rohit. Okay. Um, going into my middle order, I've got um, Glenn Maxwell as the all-rounder. I don't think anybody can argue with that. I know I know he can be hit and miss, um, I, and I compared him a little bit to Liam Livingston um, earlier yeah. on in the podcast, but the, the 100 he scored against Netherlands was just ridiculous. And then that 200 he scored to see Australia across the line whilst he was on no legs, basically. He, he should have been in hospital. And he was stood there smashing the ball left, right and centre. He, he has just got something about him, Glenn Maxwell, where on his day he can do things that nobody else can. Oh, okay. So Max, Maxwell and who do you say? Well, I've got um, him and uh, Jad- I put Jadeja um, in as my spin option um, and all-rounder option there. A couple of people came back to me and, and, and suggested that I should have put uh, Rashid Khan in there. I don't think Rashid Khan had a particularly fantastic tournament myself. I can't actually... I actually agree with you on those on those two. However, we, mind you, if, if, if Afghanistan with that howler catch when Maxwell was on 20, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have made that 200. Let's be clear I, about that. But I that's, mean, not knock on, that's not his fault. I mean, Majib, Majib will be having yeah. nightmares about that for the rest of his yeah. life, won't he? I, you, you could have caught it with your eyes closed. <laughs> it looked like you yeah. did, um, as the old saying goes. But I was he, commentating he, on that game, actually, Lucas, and I said at the time, he'd, he'd got away with a couple of poor shots early on. And there yeah. was, he was dropped to extra cover by the captain diving to his right, which was a much tougher chance. He was dropped at short fine leg, which was the dolly. He'd, he'd had a couple of sort of swings where it had not quite come off, but he got away with it. Um, and and I, I said that there's four or five things right at the start of his innings that weren't very good. Um, and I said, on, sometimes a player, when you get away with as much as Glenn Maxwell has done in the first 20 yeah. kind of minutes of his innings, will be thinking, this is my day today. Yeah, they yeah. can't get me out today. So I'm going to basically go and make a big I, one. And he got a huge one. I don't. I don't have hate for Glenn Maxwell as a batter. As I think the the real big problem with him is, as you said, he's hit and miss. He's more hit in group stages, but in knockout matches, he's he's complete disaster. Now that now I checked up his stats, his averages in knockout matches are are, are, are very poor compared to his group stage matches. As in any competition, big bash, IPL, T20, fifty over, anything, uh, and. It, Kind of proved that now he didn't have to bat in the final, but the semi final he, he played a ridiculous shot, got away with it, and then he played another ridiculous shot against Tam, um, Samzy. Tamsey. That I, I, I felt, yeah, that, that's Glenn Maxwell, very good in group stages, you know, and then poor in, in knockouts. But well, on the basis of nine group stage matches and only yeah. two knockouts, well, well um, he's still in the team of the tournament, but no, but but uh, as, as a stat, yeah, well, 
if if they would have dropped Maxwell for the semi-final, I wouldn't have been against it, knowing his stats. But they're obviously going to pick him. But no, as as actual for the tournament, I actually agree with you on that because stats say he did did fantastically well. Reddy's luck, of course. Um, but you you can't ignore what he did, uh, especially with that two hundred. You know, yes, he get he got that absolute dolly, but what he did after that, struggling with cramps, back spasms, you know, That's absolute courageous. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, courageous. Um, that I won't knock him for that, and he fully deserved to be um, team of the tournament. So I agree with with you on that one as well. I mean, if, if you're going to pick a moment of the tournament, it was him. It was that. It was him. Yeah, that, yeah. that innings. That the pictures of him lying on his back, looking like he was going to be stretched off one minute, carrying on to get yeah. a double hundred the next. I mean, that that I think for most people in this this tournament, that you that, you know some brilliant innings from Rowett and from Virat and um, and others, Travis Head, etc. But the 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 one thing I think people will remember of the Cricket World Cup is Glenn Maxwell's double century. It was just, it was just different gravy, wasn't it? It was just, um, it was just bonkers. Um, my See, number I eight. Don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, he seems to have a knack of having freak accidents and getting injured. That's a little bit suspicious to me, you know, with a beer garden at his house when he missed six, six, six weeks of cricket. And then he's missed, you know, that golf karting incident, um, missed a couple of games. So uh, I think, I think he likes to be a little bit mischief. Just turn, turn it down a little bit, Max, but... Um, nothing but wrong with having a bit of fun. There's nothing wrong no, with having a bit not. of fun. No, but when, it, when, when, when he seems to get injured um, by these freak accidents, um, you know, maybe he just needs to turn it down just a little bit, just a little bit. So some of the best invert, in inverted commas sporting injuries of all time have been um, somebody just slipping, getting out of the shower or knocking their head on the <laughs> coffee table or something well, like think- that. Didn't Johnny Best miss a, a portion of cricket with uh, golfing when a, the club broke in his hand? Well, he, he broke his ankle. He's still he, he's still not right off the back of that. Yeah. He's still he's still not right. Yeah. Uh, I think um, that's one of the reasons that Johnny's not been in, included in the um, squads for West Indies is because um, Rob Keyes just said, "Go away and get yourself sorted and get your ankle uh, strong." Uh- and I sent the Badger a message and now I'm on the podcast with this jingle. If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast then tweet at cricket underscore badger. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My number 8, 9, 10, and 11, Lucas, in my team. So we've gone to show. Well, Rowit stroke Travis Head. Yep. Um, Quinton DeCart, Gratchin Ravindra, Virat Kohli, Daryl Mitchell, Glenn Maxwell, Ravi Jadeja. Um, 8, yep. 9, 10, 11. Mitchell Stark. Mohamed Shami, Adam Zampa, and um, Madashanka, the Sri Lankan, who had a superb tournament. The question marks I had in response to that was, there were two. No Jasper Bumrah was the cry. Jasper Bumrah yep. nearly got in, but he just missed out to Madashanka. I would have no objection with putting Jasper Bumrah in any side because he's one of my favourite cricketers. Um, but... Uh, 
I had to go for 11. There's always going to be somebody misses out. And Jasper oh. got the call and just was told he was 12th man. Uh, and the other one was um, I had a lot of people towards the end of the tournament. It's going, I announced this just after the Cricket World Cup final. A lot of people said, Pat Cummins. Where's Pat Cummins? He should be in there as captain. He's the Cricket World Cup winning captain. Pat Cummins should be in this team. Well, A, who does he displace? And B, he was the fourth most successful of the um, Australian bowlers in the tournament. Um, and he came good at the end. And I, 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 as opposed to you, I, I love Pat Cummins. I think he's a, a lovely bloke and I think he's a good player and I think he's a good captain. But he doesn't quite, because that's why Rowett was in. Rowett's in there cause for his captaincy as well as his, his, uh, his opening. Right. Pat Cummins didn't quite make it. I'm going to address the elephant in the room. I, I, I've never hated Pat Cummins. But I don't like it. I, I don't like. I don't like him as. I don't like him as captain. I said that repeatedly. Now he's. I mentioned this during the Ashes. Since he's been captain, his 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 average as a bowler has gone completely skyrocketed. He's, this is why nobody was in the airport, Luke, because you've done all. You've basically encouraged all of Australia <laughs> to steer clear of him, haven't you? <laughs> Got nothing to do with me. I'm the, just. The ticket saying, parade was cancelled because you've stopped it. Yeah. Just stating facts, that's all I'm doing. Um, can't argue with stats. I've got no problems with Pat Cummins, the bowler. He's world-class bowler. But since taking over the captaincy, I mentioned this in the Ashes. In the Ashes, he was horrible. It's like you replaced a world-class bowler with an average bowler, and it seems like you replaced an average bowler with a poor bowler the way he's going. Could I he just come, good up, come back at you something? Yeah. Um, world Test Champions. Yeah. Yeah. Drew the Ashes series, didn't lose the Ashes series, drew the Ashes series, yeah. and has just picked oh. up a global ICC 50-over tournament. What I, more could the I, do? I, I get the I get the the World Test Championship final. It, it's the it's the Ashes that hurt me the most when you're up two what nil. What you want from him? Well, well, oh, well, it, James, it's been 25 years since we won in England. England I'm not getting England. any. I'm not getting any younger. Yeah. You know, I was I was seven last time we won well, in England. Lucas, 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 Lucas. Don't, I mean, if you're going to try and do it in your lifetime, it may be a bit too optimistic. You're never going to win the Ashes in England. You might as well just give up. It's a pipe dream, man. It's a pipe dream. We're we're just waiting for Anderson and Broad to retire. We've already got one of them down, so one down, one to go, uh, and then we'll be fine. Uh, Robinson waiting in the wings. Not worried about him. I thought thought he was useless in the Ashes anyway. and Chris and Chris Roke, uh, Rokes is not that young either. So um, the next Ashes series in England, uh, let's go. Um, no, but no, I don't. I don't have a Mark, problem Mark with him. Got up to 160 miles an hour by then. Yeah, Mark, Mark Wood does 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 scare me a bit. But that's about it. That's all you got going as Mark Wood when it comes to bowling stocks, from what I saw. Um, yep, won the ICC. You know, I didn't win the Ashes. Won the World Cup. That's fan. That's fantastic. But. As you pointed out, he was fourth best bowler. He only really had two games in this World Cup. There was one against Sri Lanka. I mean, where you look like oh wow, that's one wicket behind the third best bowler. So he was he was in good company. Yeah, yeah. Stats say he he had a yeah or okay, but he had one good game against Sri Lanka, Uh, and then at the end, you know, the the semi and the final, you know, back to him, back to his old self. Um, But the rest of the Group stage matches, he was awful. Now, I don't you, mind the start. We spoke earlier about Joss. We spoke earlier about Joss Butler, and how difficult it is to rally the troops when you're not doing very well. They had a they had a poor preparation for this Cricket World Cup. They lost the first two group games. A lot of captains, yeah. a lot of teams would have fallen apart 
off the back of that start. Pat Cummins, with his mastery of captaincy, got his team together, Lucas. He galvanised that Australian dressing room. He got the best out of the players in there. His bowling changes in the final were exceptional. He's won the World Test Championship. He's not been beaten in the ashes. And he's lifted the ICC Cricket World Cup 2023. What more do you want this bloke to do? You keep you keep mentioning the word retain in the ashes. Like that actually means something to me. It means nothing to me. You should know that by now. Well, I don't want to retain the ashes anyone. Anyway. back then. Well, you were you did up two 0 against this so-called Basball Basball. How did that get into this conversation? Uh, and and you blow it. Um, no, this World Cup. I'll give him credit. You know, he, he won the World Cup. He was down two 0 if you want to put it like that. Uh, and he's galvanised his team. Absolutely no hate on that. 100% credit. I don't like him as captain because he's impacting his bowling. And the, and the stats I, say that. I, I just think you're jealous of him. All right. He's tall. He's good looking. He's got a beautiful <laughs> wife. He's got a young family. He's got loads of money. He's the best captain Australia have seen in recent times. And you, you just can't handle it, can you? I can't handle him being captain, no. But <laughs> but I, I, I just I, I want the world-class Pat Cummins bowler back. That's all. That's all I'm asking. That's all I want. That's all I want. Hands up. That's all I want. And I don't think we're going to get that. Ever see that again while he's captaining? Uh, I, I think it should go back to to Steve Smith and let Pat Cummins. Or if you don't want Steve Smith, give it to Travis Head or Lover Shane. But Pat Cummins, you know, oh, God, no, I please, want that please, 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 Lucas, <laughs> give it to Travis Head by all means. But Lover Shane, honestly, <laughs> he, he, he doesn't stop talking. He's now, if he's captain, he's going to be. I, I mean, it's not possible for him to talk anymore, is it? But there's a little video I saw even the other day. It's like, oh, what did he do on holidays? He's rattling away from kind of short leg or, or mid wicket. <laughs> honestly, oh, well, at least you know he'll never get. He'll never have a letdown. Uh, he's always going to talk. Um, oh, I've but, seen him interviewed. He's actually quite a nice young man when he's interviewed away from the game. But when he's on I've, the pitch, I've, he turns into an absolute... I've, <laughs> I've met him in a... Sh- I actually met Labrachain. Um, I'll show a photo later. I've actually met him. I've taken a photo of Labrachain. met him. I've had a good five-minute conversation at a Sheffield Shield game when he was in Adelaide, when he was playing for Queensland against South Australia a year ago. Kind of shy. Kind of really shy when you, when you speak to him. I couldn't get any... Maybe, maybe he's still like me. I wouldn't be the first player. Um, but I couldn't get any. I couldn't. I couldn't get a word out of him. I was trying to talk to him for five minutes. I couldn't get a single word out of him. Uh, and then he goes onto the field, and you can hear him from ten rows back. Um, oh, so, up, does he? Yeah. <laughs> credit for credit for Pat Cummins. Absolutely credit. But I want that world class bowler back. I think in order to beat India. We need the world-class Pat Cummins back in order the to be the big success, man. success, Lucas, you, 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 we said earlier, your captaincy can reflect on your play. And off the back mm. of growing as a captain and winning the World Test Championship and winning the uh, 50-over World Cup, it, 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 it's not going to make him a worse player, I don't think. It's not going to make him a worse player. You are listening to the Cricket Badger Podcast. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
back to your team of the tournament, I would have had the South African pacer. Yeah, the the I think I think he's only isn't he only nineteen twenty years old? He, he, he was he was playing in the under nineteen the last yeah. under nineteen cricket World Cup. He was which was only about eighteen months ago, I think. Yeah. So yeah, young. only yeah. I thought that was a fantastic. I would have had him over the Sri Lankan. Um, again, he was fantastic. But at, at that young age, to show that speed and that skill set with the ball, uh, at that young age, he's. <laughs> He's definitely one to watch. I hope I hope he seriously gets picked for the Indian series mm. on Boxing Day in the Test he, series. He still, I mean, that that semi final between Australia and South Africa was a cracker, wasn't yeah. it? And, the, and he, he, when he had the ball in his hand, he still felt that South Africa could could, could go bang oh, bang bang and finish right. off Australia. I loved his at uh, that young age with with his attitude and that skill set. I thought unbelievable. He, he is definitely one to watch. South Africa have a knack of, of having world-class uh, fast bowlers. So it looks like they've just found another one. Um, so I, I, and, I would have had him. Yeah. And amazingly, he probably wouldn't have got his chance if Anrit Norkia had been fit. And don't, don't get me wrong, Anrit Norkia is a cracking bowler yeah. and probably would have done just as well. But yeah, um, yeah he, he probably wouldn't have played, would he? So uh, he would have been in the squad, I would, I would imagine, but not actually playing. So it would be, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing how twists and turns, sliding doors moments. I mean, Anrit Norkia... <laughs> Gets injured and Gerald Sear comes in and uh, and performs brilliantly. So only so I only disagree with two two of your your picks, which is Travis Head over at Sharma, um, and the the bowling. So that that's about it. Uh, apart from well, that, I'll tell you what we'll do. Much. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll we'll put Travis Head in as um, as the opener. Um, Rohit Sharma um, stand down, um, and we'll bring Pat Cummins in for Madashanka, and he can he can captain the team and uh, and lead you to glory. Because he's the best captain in the tournament, because he lifted the trophy, didn't he? I think I think Rohit Sharma is a brilliant captain. I've, I've followed the Mumbai Indians in the IPL, and I, I just love the way he is so measured and calm. And you can't tell if they're winning or losing. He just uh, and very tactically astute. That, you know, maybe he wasn't quite as good in the final as he had been in the rest of the tournament. But um, I think as a captain, he, if I was going to pick a captain to lead a team that I picked out of all the players available in this Cricket World Cup, it would be Rowett, I have to say. No, I, I completely agree. Uh, and we'll probably see his, we'll see him captaining the test team in Australia in two years' time in that series. Uh, I, I thought he was fantastic in the Indian series against Australia anyway um, when he was captain. So uh, that was a, a big test for him. Um, they won that series. Um, so and it would be a big test for him against England. Mind you, I think India are going to win five nil. Um, but <laughs> I know I, I've said I that feel, before. I feel that I? might be the case when uh, Mingo yeah. go to India in the new year. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've said that five nil before, but it, I, I, I feel that's going to happen. But they would. I mean, Travis said obviously comes in as you stand out in the last yeah. two matches, and obviously played the good innings earlier on in the. Um, in, in terms of maybe your top three Australians in this tournament to, to round off with, who would you who would you I'll, give the bronze, silver, and gold medals to? Well, the two up the top, pretty obvious. I I I would have gone obviously with Travis Head, number one. Um, instead of going, I was going to go David Warner, but I'll go with Adam Zampa because he was, I think, the highest wicket taker. Mm. Number three, this this might be a surprising. One. I'm going to go with Lavish Shane. I I don't understand the criticism he took throughout this tournament. Uh, yeah, he does go slow, but there were certain paid um, parts um, where he was very crucial. Uh, and statistically, he was probably our, our top four batsman outside Warner, Maxwell, uh, and Head in that. So I, I don't understand the criticism, criticism he took. 
yes, he goes slow. Yes, he's he's kind of different. He likes to set an innings up. But I think there were certain parts in that tournament where we need to steady the ship. As you mentioned with Joe Root, someone just to steady the ship. Mm. Um, and I think Labrachane did that extremely well. Um, every, every team needs a glue player because if, if if you yeah. end up with a load of attacking players who fall on, who fall flat on their face one day, you kind of you only use twenty five of your fifty overs. You need you need a player to kind of provide that spine of your innings. It doesn't have to be somebody that does it um, with all of the X factor and bells and whistles. It's just you know somebody just bats fairly sensibly. The opposite, the three that I've found the most disappointing. Uh, number one, without a doubt, Steve Smith. And that that pains. Pains me to say that, but he was awful. He had an awful time. I think he only made 150, and that was at the early game two. Uh, apart from that, he was absolutely dreadful. I, have, I still don't know why he was picked. Number two, I'll go with Cameron Green, in and out, in and out. Uh, he, he's been, for all the hype, this is why I don't like Cameron Green. People say, oh, he's from WA, don't like WA players. Absolutely not at all. The, the biggest disappointment why I don't like Cameron Green is the hype around him. When, when you have commentators like Greg Chappell say, he's the best since Ponting. Now, people saying Mark Taylor saying he's a once in generation player. And then he does, and then he doesn't live up to it. You know, that, that's the most disappointing thing. I don't want to hate Cameron Green, but the reality is he's not a good cricketer. He's, he's very average at this moment. Uh, yeah, he had one good innings in India where he made that 100 in the Test series, but he was awful in the Asher series. He was not good in this World Cup. So I don't know how many chances you want to give to this guy. The other one, I thought that was up and down was Mitch Marsh. That would be my third. Made a fantastic hundred against, I think, in the earlier couple oh, I of think games. That's harsh, mate. I think that's harsh. Yeah, I, but again, he says his best position is number three. I've seen three games where he's played three poor shots and gave away his wicket. That's not what a number three. If he wants to play number three, by all means, play number three. I've got no problems with that. But you're there also to be an all-rounder, and he doesn't isn't even bowl. Role but... on that side, if it, wherever he bats in the top three, isn't Mitch Marsh's role to be almost? I mean, he's better than a pinch hitter. Pinch hitter kind of yeah. does him down, but yeah. to go out there and basically give it a bit of a larrup, and I, when you play that yeah. kind of way and you have that kind of role, you either you are going to be hit and miss. Yeah, I, and that and that's that's the real problem with those two. It's hit and miss. One day they can play lights out, absolutely look well beaters, and the next they're just disappointing. Uh, and I think those two, more probably Cameron Green and Mitch Marsh is in his 30s. I think he can learn a lot from Travis Head, you know, just playing positive innings cricket mm. right throughout the Greek, especially in the test format, uh, where it takes him 25 deliveries to get off strike, for God's sake. Um, damn, it, just hit the damn ball. I think he's still a good player, but it's just consistency is just awful. And that's what I have a huge problem with Cameron Green. It's not because he's from WA. Or I don't give a damn if he's from South Australia. I don't give a, uh, I, I love I love my Sheffield Shield team, which is the South Australian Redbacks, which is the county version of, of, of um, Australian domestic cricket. I love my Redbacks. So I, I go to Adelaide Oval games as match times as I can. I've gone to four games this year. Um, I have to pay $10. Ten, uh, the, the, if Saka are listening, this is going to get your absolute, you know, what together, $10 to watch Mediocre because they haven't won a Sheffield Shield final since 1996. What's, they expect me to pay $10. What's $10? About three pence. It's, it's, that's well, not really much, is it? Well, we're not, we're not when you're stinking up the joint for five years. You want to live in you're, England. It costs, you, it costs you that to just park, up the, park your car. You're, you're, I blame your best mate for what's going on with the Redbacks. That's Jason Gillespie as the coach. I blame him for this ma- madness. 
Oh, you don't. You don't no, all right, we're finishing this. If you're going to start criticising <laughs> Dizzy, you can't I, criticise I, I Dizzy. I understand what he did at Yorkshire was fantastic, but geez, at the Redbacks, damn it, damn it, you got to get your stuff together, uh, Mr. Gillespie. World class bowler, don't get me wrong, but please, we're stinking up the joint right now in the Redbacks. Do something, man. He's uh, an absolute legend, Jason Gillespie, and I'll have Absolutely. nothing bad said about him. Uh, it, Wash your mouth out, of, Lucas, please. Wash your mouth out. Uh, no, no, no hate towards Jason Gillespie. If he's watching this, absolutely no hate, mate. But damn it, do something about the Redbacks. Fix your top order, please. Otherwise, I'll come in and I'll fix it my damn self. That's all I'm saying. Well, there's but... an offer you can't refuse, Diz. If you're watching this, there's an offer you can't refuse. You can have Lucas if you want him. Um, I'm going to take him off this podcast now because uh, you can't have Jason Gillespie being criticised on the Cricket Budget Podcast. No, just, no, no disrespect. No, no, no dis- I love Jason Gillespie. I love Jason Gillespie. I love you, Dizzy, if you're watching. But, but damn, we've got to fix that cricket team. Somehow. Anyway, Lucas <laughs> and Dizzy and all Australians, congratulations for your win at the Cricket World Cup 2023. Um, and uh, and lucky commiserations to our Indian watchers. Um, Gareth being one of them, I'm sure he was crying his eyes out. I, I was watching uh, some of the interviews outside the ground the other day after the game had finished and it was just a sea of very, very sombre Indian faces just walking out of that ground. Um, having had their dreams denied them and uh, that, that your time will come as I said to somebody on Twitter the other day um, you've got a very very fine side there you've got some of the best players in the world some of my favourite players to watch in cricket in that Indian cricket team your global success will not be too far away and uh, it's days like um, that Cricket World Cup final that make you appreciate the good days around the corner you know every sporting fan has days where it doesn't quite work your way. Sport can be a cruel mistress, can't it? Um, when things are going well, it can be brilliant and all sunshine and smiles. Uh, it can kick you in the um, in the bowl sometimes and it can hurt. Um, but you will be back, India. You will be back and you will enjoy it when it comes even more oh. after the disappointment the other I, day. I've got, I got no doubt they'll be back. The, the only thing that is more funny than seeing Indian tears is English tears. You, we, I'll, I'll get to see that in the new year when they'll play in India when they get belted 5 0. Don't you worry about that. I'll, I'll look forward to that test series, James. I'm sure we're going to do that every single match. Don't worry about that. Well, just as I was trying to finish it on a nice high, he comes in with his just nastiness and his, his negativity. Um, yeah, so congratulations to all Australians, apart from Lucas, on your Aww. Cricket World Cup success. Um, see you very soon, Cricket Badges. Garavan Ian's uh, YouTube site is out there as well. Put a link to uh, his YouTube site on the uh, podcast information as well. And uh, we will see you all again very soon indeed. See you soon, everybody. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.